1: With baseball in full swing and the NBA playoffs off to a hot start, you can make each and every series matter by having a little bit of something-something in the game with MyBookie.ag. Regardless of whether you're betting favorites or underdogs, player prop bets, or just looking to make some cash, MyBookie gives you tons of options to make all your favorite matches a hell of a lot more exciting. And if you're looking to bet for the first time but don't know what to bet on, we're here to help point you in the right direction. For example, say you see an NBA series in which the team that had been favored is suddenly down 0-1. But you know they're the better team. You know they're going to come back. But suddenly, the series price is a whole lot more attractive now that they're down 0-1. Well, go to mybookie.ag. Fire in on that one and make some sweet coin if it comes home. And if it doesn't, guess what? There's more NBA playoffs to come in football after that. Go to mybookie.ag, sign up now, and use promo code ZABE to get your first deposit matched halfway up to $1,000. Let them know we sent you. Use our promo code ZABE to get that free deposit bonus and start your day off with a win. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with My bookie. Today on the Zavecast, the Bucks are alive and kicking, but game four in Milwaukee was marred by a no call that had heads exploding on social media. Notorious JAY joins me, and we'll talk about that plus the Giannis block that belongs in a museum. We got quarterback talk with Dwayne Haskins and his rocky start to his marriage, plus an update on the Mobile Strike Studio paint job. Your 45 minute dose of Pure Me is locked and loaded, so buckle up man. let's go!
0: <laughs> Here we go!
1: Friday, July 16, 2021, thank you for downloading. First off, quick and sincere thank you to Clifford Eby, who was my host at the new and revamped Congressional Country Club. We're calling it Congo 3.0, because it has been tweaked and redesigned now two different times before. This is the latest iteration, and if you are a loyal listener and downloader of the Capital Golf Gang, you would have heard our interview With Andrew Green, who was the lead architect in that redesign on Congressional. Iconic U.S. Open hosting Congressional Country Club that will host a Ryder Cup, but not for like a long time, like 2038 or something crazy like that. I hope I'm around to be able to see it. Not likely this... Shut up. You know, don't heckle me on my own mortality. All right? Anyway, Clifford was great, and... You know, I'd never met him before, but he was a long-time listener when I was on the afternoons in D.C. on 980, and he is a loyal Zabecast subscriber. And I got his athletic backstory. He played quarterback at Lehigh even after he didn't want to because he played center, and he was like, okay. And they brought somebody in. He's like, I don't want to play quarterback. Well, like, you're good at it. Just go ahead and do it. So he played for one year as a sophomore, but then they brought in a guy who was going to be pretty good to play, and he looked at him over in the practice field and was like, whoa, this guy has like a pro arm. That guy was one Kim McQuilkin. Kim McQuilkin. Kim McQuilkin played for f- six years in the NFL. Actually, five. Four in Atlanta, one in Washington. And he apparently has the dubious record for the lowest QBR or quarterback or passer rating in NFL history. It's unfair, but it is what it is. He didn't play a whole lot. He was he only played two five games, three games, eight games in his first three years in Atlanta. Didn't start again after that. So he didn't play a whole lot, but his passer rating was was an 18, a 12, and a 21 in those three years in Atlanta. But he was good enough to make the NFL. And my guy Cliff, you know, he said he was sort of like a camp arm for the Redskins back in the day, where they would use him on the fringes of the roster to kind of warm up some of the wide receivers and running backs. Never played in the NFL, but was sort of on the fringes of it. Still, that's a pretty good athletic career to even make it that far. He was friends with Otto Graham's son. Believe it or not, growing up here in D.C. Anyhow, Clifford, thank you. We had a great time out there at Congressional. The course is incredible. And it is a total reboot of what Congressional used to be. Some of the bones of the layout are the same. Some of the holes, if you know the course, you're like, oh, yeah, I remember this hole. But a lot of it is different. And it's wild. And it's it's unique. It's, it's good. I think the members are going to be very happy. They had to have their course down for about a year, two years almost, but they, they fixed a lot of things. It's very nice. And what was also great in our foursome, I got to also meet Fred McNair. Who is he? Well, he's just the former world's number one professional doubles player. At least he was world number one in 1976. Teamed up with Sherwood Stewart to capture the men's double titles at the Masters at the German Open and the French Open. He was also a member of the U.S. team that won the Davis Cup. Now, both Fred and Cliff were so utterly humble about what I look at as pretty impressive athletic careers. I mean, that's no slouch. Now, Fred was not much of a singles player. He was 70 and 156 in his career but had four titles at least. Got to a high ranking of 79 in singles but then turned his attention to to, to doubles and kicked ass in it. Anyhow, he he loves golf. He's a he's a decent golfer. He, I I see a few things. I'm like, "I know somebody who could fix that. I'm not a teacher, but I'm like, okay, I, I you could get better at that." Good putter though. But good guy, we talked tennis. I talked his ear off about tennis because I grew up as a tennis fanatic and I played tennis up until I was about 12 years old. And I was talking about, you know, I was a total McEnroe stand back in the day and I would hate Yvonne Lendl because he was just such a robotic Eastern European player and I'm like, oh, fucking Lendl. But anyway, it was fun to talk tennis with him because I just had so many questions like, well, where, where are the American men these days? Where's Sampras and Agassi and other American men to uh and and uh rot uh Roddick, Andy Roddick, where where's our guy? you know, and not to be jingoistic, you know, you can root for anybody in tennis. You can pretend they're American, but it does sort of matter to have homegrown talent that bubbles up and, and plays tennis. The big thing I asked uh my man Fred about was pickleball. <laughs> Because I had a friendly discussion, sort of argument, but not really argument about pickleball uh, with another guy I played golf with earlier in the summer who's a huge pickleball fanatic. And he's like, don't knock it, Zabe. I'm telling you, you should watch some YouTube videos. And I've had people email me. Please, Pickleball Nation, don't email me. So I said, what do you think of it? He goes, well, it's a mixed reaction. I said, yeah, tell me. He goes, as a game, I hate it terrible doesn't appeal to me makes no sense don't like it and i go you know what for the world's former number one doubles player who won the french open in doubles i understand because he's 70 years old and he still is out on the tennis courts at least twice a week he says he says i get it he said i saw the appeal of this thing pickleball coming in the you know for in the last 20 years or however long it's been bubbling up here. I saw the appeal of the 50-year-old, 60-year-old, 70-year-old set for a game. He said, it's great. It's very popular. He said he thinks the USTA, the U.S. Tennis Association, fucked up because they could have bought it. They could have bought the whole concept, lock, stock, and barrel, way back when, and then they could have kept it as sort of a side boutique product. No, it's not tennis. It's sort of tennis adjacent. But, hey, grow the game, right? get people out there hitting a ball over a net, you're close to tennis, right? Or if you hated pickleball and the USTA and you've got some money, buy it, fucking strangle it, kill it in this crib. <laughs> then then you're done with it. But it was an interesting sort of you know, comment about that. And I could have talked his ear off about tennis for another nine holes, but I figured, okay, I've, I've run out of quarters to put into the uh, tennis jukebox. Do I watch tennis now? I don't. Am I going to get into it? Nah, I don't think so. I'm not anti-tennis. It's just, I don't know. I've lost the scent of it. And I told Fred, I go, I used to sit cross-legged in front of the television, three feet away as a kid, watching McEnroe versus Borg and hating Borg. I watched McEnroe. I mean, the only time I had a hard time rooting was McEnroe versus Connors because I kind of like Connors. My brother liked Connors more than I liked him. But I was a and McEnroe guy to the moon. Yes, with all his bad behavior and his outbursts and his temper and everything else. Okay, before we get to Notorious J.A.Y., update on the Mobile Strike Studio. I'm happy to announce that myself and the fine folks at Dulles Motorcars of Leesburg, Virginia, have come to an agreement. All parties are satisfied. Uh, The good folks at Dulles are going to repaint the trim on my Mobile Strike Studio, which they now understand is clearly defective and was done by some vendor that didn't do it properly. And they're going to guarantee the work for two years. When that's what they offered, I said, and by the way, David Black, good man. Once I really worked through the issue with David, He was sort of standoffish at first, and I was a dick at first as well. I made the mistake of making it personal. See, that's the thing. And that's also the thing. Al Swearingen, Deadwood, best line ever. He said, don't ever let them see you get pissed off. Then they got you by the short hairs. Don't ever get pissed off. Don't make it personal. It it was never a personal thing. It was, hey, these dealerships have people coming at them all the time saying, hey, this this thing needs to be fixed. This is wrong. Do this, do that. So, you know, default position is probably, well, you know, no. (laughs) We don't just do free work because you're unhappy, especially if it's been a while. But I walked David through the whole situation. I said, look, and I tried to get him sympathetic to me. I said, I know you didn't do this paint job. But somebody did, and we can't find out who it is. So I can't even drive this van down to where they did it and lay on the horn and honk and go, come out, motherfuckers, so I can talk to you about this shit paint job and how you're going to redo it at your cost. So after walking through all the stuff, he went and looked at the you know, uh, records. They found, you know, dug into their system, and they found out that it was sent to a vendor that they don't use anymore, he said. And he said, we're going to take care of it. And when that's what he offered, I was not a hard negotiating. I said, done. He said, we'll repaint it, warranty it for two years. Done. That's all I wanted. So we're good. We're good. I'm happy to say that we're back on good terms. Angela Ola, customer service, right there at David's side. We're now good. So there you go. I will not spike the football. I will not be like Walter White in Breaking Bad. What happened, Walt? I won. There is no winning. We came to an agreement. They understood the problem in greater detail. I laid it out to them. I wasn't being unreasonable. They're going to take care of it. All's well that ends well. For everybody who sent me advice, suggestions, counsel, thank you very much for that. Some really good detailed thoughts on it. And I'm going to call this a learning experience for me. So there we go. Happy endings all around. What? Now that sounded weird. Quick, let's go to Jay. Hello. I'm just so glad that one Dwayne Haskins is your team's problem now, not mine. What's going on, man? Seriously. Are you up to speed, by the way, on this story?
2: Yeah, and I'm going to have to take Dwayne's side. He could have dotted her eye, (laughs) and he didn't. He he sat there and
1: took it. He sat there and took it. But still, he just gave her a ring, a big-ass ring, and he's putting out on Instagram, this is forever, baby. I couldn't wait forever for forever. I love you, love you. Bam! Looked like it lasted one day.
2: Well, bam, the other way, more than likely, I'm i tell you you, she caught him in a text exchange with somebody uh, or something
1: like that. Oh, no. I'm guessing. No, no, no. That's mis- me deducing. No, that's not a bad guess. That's not a bad guess right there. So at this point, will counseling get them back on track or what do you think? Oh, it's over. Oh. <laughs> it's over. <laughs> it's done. But you know what? Better to flame out early than to find out 30 years down the road, yeah, you know what? I don't think we're right for each other.
2: I don't know how to say her effing name. Calabria Grandrazik <laughs> <Hesse>. Is it <laughs> I, I think hmm. I think it would be
1: Calabria.
2: Calabria? Okay, wait a minute. Calabria.
1: Rhymes with labia. Ha ha. Ha oh, ha. Uh-huh.
2: I'm uh-huh. guessing she comes from mixedfolks.com.
1: I love that site.
2: And by the name, I'm guessing White Mom or Dad.
1: Okay. That's, that's uh, all. By that's the way, do you, uh, K- Calabria Gondrazek? Is that her Yes, good guess. Do you know who she's her dad is? But didn't her dad play basketball? Grant Gondrazek. Well, White White, I was right then. You, <laughs> you were I... right. From Pepperdine, he played for the Suns, the Clippers, the Rapid City Thrillers, the Albany Patroons, the Lacrosse Catbirds, the Miami Tropics, the Carifera. He played all over the world. Wow! But he got a cup of coffee in the NBA. Grant gondrazek Wow. Well, his, his oh, daughter's no- a fiery one, that's for sure.
2: No longer with us. Passed away 2021 of this year.
1: Oh so sorry about that uh by the way his daughter i guess is a uh, former ball player and a former pageant winner from the quick photos i'm looking here west virginia she uh went to school oh so there you go she's a near yeah there you go well you know uh i actually saw some oh by the way
2: uh grant's basketball career cut short by what what are most careers what did most careers cut short
1: from? Uh, well, 19- if you're white, it'd be lack of talent, but it could be cocaine.
2: Yes, co- cocaine addiction. Yes, <laughs>
1: it was helped by John.
2: Yeah, if you only had a seven year career from like 1978 to 1990, and those and those in that time period, if that's how long your career lasted, nine yeah. times, eight times out of ten, it was coke related.
1: Yeah. Well. Anyway, so I saw someone who's a Steeler fan put out this topic like, is it, should we give Haskins the right, not the right, should we give him the first chance at being the next guy once Ben is done? He's better than, what's his name, who sucks on ice. (laughs) What's his name? You could be casting a wide net over people in the NFL. Yeah, that's
2: true. The, The guy from Oklahoma State, Mason. Make oh, Rudolph
1: right. Okay, who did you guys? Excuse me. Who did you guys start against the Wolf in that weird ass Thursday game last year? Or it might have been a was Wednesday that, game. Was that the Duckster? Duck uh, Hodges. It might have been Ducky Hodges. Holy shit! Let me go look at the uh, Steelers uh, game by game last year. The game
2: that the week before, I said, you know what, Zay? Washington's going to win this game. That game, yeah,
1: that game. <laughs> That's true. Jay Stradamus striketh yeah. again. I might be wrong,
2: though. On, well, I am wrong on the Bucks getting the gentleman's sweep. Because that can't happen now. Uh,
1: now, we're going to get to that in just a second. By the way, you uh, readjusting your phone there? You all good?
2: Oh, did, was it? I hear it, it was just there. like. Oh, wait a minute. While you're talking, I'm going to switch headphones.
1: Actually, Big Ben played in that game. I know
2: Duck Hodges did get some snaps.
1: Uh, Maybe. Uh, How many passes did Big Ben throw in that game against the Wolf? The 23-17 loss. 52. 53. Very close. Thank you. How many yards did he squeeze out of 53 trigger pulls? 297. (laughs) Jay, pretty good. 303, I think the number is. Okay. I mean, that is uh, 305. 53 squeezes for 305 yards, that's not a lot of juice, you know? I know the
2: offense, yeah. It was a, it was a lot of screens and slants, and that's it.
1: And by the way, he, he had a 50-yard touchdown in that game, so that skewed even higher the number. You take out one pass, and basically he is 52 squeezes for 250 yards. Oofa. Yeah.
2: Uh- I I heard I saw Bill Cower on Good Morning Football or whatever that show was called. Yeah. And uh, he was telling the host that expect Ben to have a huge year because so many people are doubting him. And I'm like, oh, God, they're doubting.
1: He's going to prove it to the doubters. So He's Mason, 30, yeah, yeah, Mason Rudolph's your your backup. Dwayne is your third stringer, and Josh Dobbs currently listed as fourth. Yeah, yeah, none of that is good. You know, I'm thinking your team is about ready to take a nice long walk in the NFL wilderness for seven, eight, nine years. What do you think, Jay? You ready for yeah, that? But,
2: well, I mean, I mean, I've gone through it once with you know. Bubby Bridge, Bubby Brewster, Todd Blackledge, Bubby Brewster, (laughs) Bubby Brewster. I said, I said, I said, Bubby Brewster, Brewster, Todd Black. You said Brewster. (laughs) When Louis Lips is your best player. Right. uh, A young Rod Woodson. I went through some stuff for like seven, eight years. So I've been there before. And it does suck when your team's like, nah, that's
1: it. (laughs) You're like wandering around going. Where's the quarterback? You're like hunting. Shh, I think I see one. It's behind I, the branches, and you got to make a call. oh quarterback, quarterback. <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh. like ah, no, it wasn't anything. I uh,
2: I do remember when they drafted one Ben and by the way, still the best commercial on the NFL. Oh yeah, Mom, call your call your you? shot. <laughs> Dottie. Hey Dottie, what was that quarter's name in the Steelers draft? raffle
1: something. Nice pick, <laughs> nice, Kawa. <laughs> nice pick, Kawa. And that is, I want. They got to. You can't about, find it. Hey, you can't find it anywhere. You can't. I'm on no. YouTube right now. I'm going
2: to try to find it. You can You cannot call your shot. I think it's. I've looked for it because that Guy is funny. Hey, Daddy, what's the quarterback the Steelers drafted?
1: Roffle something. Can't find it. I'm telling you, I have looked. <sighs> and this was on ESPN, right? It was an ESPN promo for the for the draft. NFL, right?
2: NFL Network promo.
1: Oh, okay. NFL Network promo. Uh, Richard Mendenhall comes up, so there's that. Ah, here it is.
0: With Randy Moss in as a pitcher, it's going to be smooth sailing for the Minnesota Vikings.
1: <laughs> it's four months ago, 2005. Four months ago. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Listen, I love the Bears, but we're not winning three games this year. <laughs> you said <so. laughs>
0: Never heard of Man, Drew Rosenhaus, that guy knows how to manage his athletes. <laughs> guy's money. I know, right? I wish he was my agent. Check this out. I wrote this. The first thing i do is fire Mike Holmgren. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Oh, shit. You're right. It See? doesn't yeah. happen. Time, can- I- time to get your story straight.
2: Yes. Yes. I uh, guess. Yes. yes.
1: Oh my God! Okay, now, okay, so now I'm on a search. Okay, now well, I, I'm on I, the stress search. coach in the NFL. Belichick, you, you can keep 49ers looking. Forty going to
0: surprise some people this you year. You hear this, by the way, Yeah.
1: I heard Yeah, Curtis, Curtis Martin. He should have retired three years ago. What's maddie Schottenheimer, like? A hundred. Matty Schaubenheimer. Oh, can't hear that one anymore. My sleeper pick: New Orleans Saints to get your story straight. All right, there's two down. Here's another one. Come on, no, be the one.
2: Preseason, shoot, Raiders are four and zero, oh, man
1: I think. That, <laughs> I think this is it. By the way, I think this is it. He's at the grill. The the fire just goes up in a complete inferno.
0: <laughs> four and zero. No. Preseason, shoot, Raiders are four and zero, man Raiders. Jeff Garcia. I think he's back in Calgary, playing for the Stampeders.
1: Of course I didn't draft Drew Brees. What am I, an idiot? He's
0: good. Between the 20s. (laughs) Last but not least, two tickets to the Steelers' home finale against the Ravens. We're sending you out on top, Bob.
1: (laughs) Okay. (laughs) That's not it either.
2: I'm telling you, I've looked. And I happened to be at the game where a touchdown Tommy Maddox got hurt. And Ben Roethlisberger comes in. The Ravens are just sticking it to the Steelers, by the way. And I'm at, I'm at the game with one of my closest and dearest friends, Jimmy Sims, police officer, police officer X. Officer Sims, right. Oh, yeah. But he was Officer X for the show. Oh, was, right. Right, it, right, yeah. right, 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 right. And uh, he turns to me, by the way, so I'm despondent. And this is, of course, 20 year old me. I'm despondent and pissed off. And he goes, this guy might be something. I'm like, shut the fuck up. We're getting our asses handed to us. Who cares? <laughs> Little did I know, he would never lose another game that whole season until the playoffs. Uh, oh God. <laughs> Hold on a
1: second. Hold on a second. We got another one here. Another fish on. Okay. okay. Super
0: Bowl. Bengals Panthers bow the big cats. <laughs> oh. Closest Eli comes to a Super Bowl ring is when he gets Peyton a manicure. Wes <laughs> Wilkers, your upgrade? He's this tall.
1: <laughs> hey, Doc, you know what else? The Dolphins are going to the Super Bowl. I think we can get started. Yeah. Again, it's not there. Holy shit. There's a lot of things that there's a lot of ones I don't remember seeing. I just again. Hey Dottie, what's that quarterback the Steelers drafted? Roth or something. or something. Nice pick. Nice pick. pick. Nice pick. <laughs> yeah. God damn. I tell you what, I'm. Are you ready for football? Or not yet? I'm. I'm more ready.
2: I'm getting college is amping me up. So okay. once college starts, I'll then have the slow churn Got to it. ramp up to the NFL.
1: Got it. But but
2: but basketball is my, is my girlfriend right now.
1: All right, let's talk about it. Uh, I didn't get to talk about it yesterday on the podcast. The uh, game was too late, but man. The Bucs just somehow found a way to hang in despite playing pretty poorly, and then they turned it on at the end. The big play of the game, though, was the non-foul call on what would have been Devin Booker's sixth, and people were rightfully losing their minds on social media going, what in the fuck is going on?
2: The the young producers, because they're, they're, they're a lot younger than you, aren't they? Yes. And, and, but, and they're rabbit fans, right? Didn't he say they Josh, went to the
1: airport? Josh is, Josh is 30, and Armin is a little older than that, but they're both a lot younger, and they're both rabbit fans, yeah. Yeah. Did they text you as soon as that happened? See, the NBA hates us. Is that what- <laughs> no, they didn't text me, but I retweeted pretty much every NBA-savvy account on Twitter, unanimously said, what in the fuck was that? How do you miss a call like that? And, yeah, and when you heard Mike Breen's call of it, his voice goes up three octaves like that should have been his sixth foul. And and v- Van Gundy's like, how is that not a foul? Jackson's like, why would you even take that foul? So how do those sort of things even happen is what I want to know. <laughs> it's the NBA. There is no
2: rhyme or no reason to anything in the NBA. I but, keep waiting I keep waiting for Dick Pavetta to come out of retirement and ref one of these games, letting me know that the full fix is in.
1: Well, yeah, that's the thing. I, I don't think there's any fixes. There's no conspiracy per se, but the the NBA has let its officials know they don't mind the finger on the scale of the, you know, when you're giving you the, your pound of meat, like, and there's a little extra on there. Those referees knew Booker would have fouled out. That's why they swallowed their whistle. It was a garden variety from behind, grab him and foul him type of play, and they didn't call it. At home for the Bucks as well. Yeah. No, that was no. It was it was it was
2: horrendous. I.
1: But I mean, but there has to be a reason for it. Here, listen. Chris
2: Paul on the drive. Paul kicks it back out. Pass.
0: Deflected and stolen. Three on one for the Bucks. Holiday foul by Booker. They didn't call. It. And Tanakubo banks it home. That would have been as a one-point lead for Phoenix. That's a foul.
2: Thank you, Mark.
0: But Giannis and Tanakubo staying with the play, banks it home. And you're absolutely right, Mike. The the hustle. I mean, the foul is clear. He tried to take it, but Giannis not giving up on the play right here as Booker. Appears to foul, Drew Holiday. No.
1: Whistle. Appears to foul. I mean, look, these guys call a million games. They know what fouls are, and they were gobsmacked. Again, I think it's but just a they, they, they won they, the they...
2: game. So what are you bitching about?
1: Okay, it's not bitching, Jay. It's you... these are the calls that shake people's faith
2: that oh, this okay.
1: league is on the it's up picked. and up. Yeah. Okay. What do you mean? Yeah. Okay.
2: I'm, no, 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 I'm saying, no, no, I understand okay. what you're saying. You're yeah, like, okay. okay. But you won the game, so well, <laughs> I go, you know what I go, eh, who cares?
1: I think you got to care. I think you got to care because you're now worrying about, are we going to be able to get a fair shake? If you're a Bucks fan, on you the road in games the- five and seven. In my you- best term, Edwards, you won the game. Okay. Hello, let it go. If a dude walks out of a donut shop, pulls a gun and shoots it's it at your head and misses you, are you going to say to me, well, he missed. Just go and get your coffee, and stop being a baby. I'm still alive. I'm happy with that. <laughs> That's, no, That's what I'm going to no. say. You'd freak out like, what the fuck? I just walked into a donut shop and nearly got my head I blown off. I wouldn't run after him. I'd go, I'd go <laughs> shit. i dodged that bullet well, literally. Uh, of course. Now, up until that point, Booker was so money.
2: He was having a Kobe S game. Yes, he was. Well, whatever you did, he had whatever whatever uh, answer you had for him, he had a different question. Right. It was yeah, it was sick. It was, but uh, but I want to talk about the greatest block in NBA history. Now, oh, funny I, you I should hear say one more, that because if I hear one more skip person talk about LeBron.
1: Fuck that. Okay, that was better because it was mano a mano in your face. Well, as somebody put it. I've never seen a guy guard both the alley and the oop oop, on a single play. To turn, to recognize, to elevate, to time, and to block the shot in a way that didn't draw a whistle took supreme timing and athleticism. And guess who didn't think it was that impressive? Take uh, one guess. He makes $7 million a year for Fox.
2: Well, that's his job.
1: It's to be a grifter. It's to get you know
2: Skippy Bayless. Skip Bayless. He's just he's just an idiot. I mean, that's I, why. Why are you even why are you even upset, or why did you even give him the time of day? Because you knew somebody on "I'm wrong, you're wrong." What are those shows?
1: <laughs> I'm wrong, I, you're I, right.
2: I, I mean, I'm right, did, you're two, wrong. Did
1: did not facts versus volume. Yeah. Hmm.
2: One of those guys had to say if it wasn't Skip, it was going to be Max Kellerman. If it wasn't Max Kellerman, it was going to be I Chew, whatever his name is on the show with I <laughs> Achu <achoo. laughs> Anybody, anybody who's a Sanford and Sun fan will get that reference. Oh, okay. Um, but somebody has to, somebody has to die on that hell on one of those shows.
1: It's such a dumb take, though.
2: It's just stupid. It's it's an idiotic take.
1: Okay, uh, Achoo Achoo is played by Pat Morita on Sanford and Son. So, yes, yes. But I but the guy's name.
0: Now just cool it, Pop. Now we gotta be cool. We can't <laughs> lose our heads. Now we just act like we're playing checkers. Now relax. <laughs> it's your move. <laughs> Come on in. The door's open. Out of mine, Fred. I- oh, hey, what's the surprise? We just sit down here playing some checkers. Yeah. wow hey Vince, Minnie. I'd like you to meet my new driving partner. This is Officer Swanhauser. We do the rounds together. Hey, how you doing, Officer Swanhouser? Happy They called it. <laughs> The reason Officer Smith and myself are paying this call is for the purpose of issuing a warning. A warning? A warning. <laughs> it's come to the attention of the department. I gotta, I
1: gotta find where they're showing Sanford and Son. I gotta watch. I gotta watch oh, it's it, it's on TV one
2: uh, every weekend. They do like uh, it's on TV one, and I believe uh, stars. It's on demand. I believe I am the. if not the number one. The number one, two, or three. Expert on Sanford and Son. Really? Yes.
1: Okay. Yes. I that that
2: show Friends and. Friends, Sanford and Son, and What's My Good Times. Those are the three shows, and I know that's a and potpourri. No, I know, but that, those, those shows
1: were all more racially honest than anything that is on today. Agreed? They said the N-word. That's the first time I heard Wh- the wait. N-word was, on, was on Sanford and Son. Sanford yeah. and Son said the N-word?
2: Are you, is that, are you big funny? Or- no, I did not know that. There is an episode, and I'm not going to say it, where uh, Lamont goes to court, and uh, he instead, he himself acts as his attorney, and he's just effing it up, and Fred gets up and goes, whoa, 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 let me take over, so he starts to cross-examine the police officer, and Fred says... Well, I believe you get off on, you know, giving black people tickets. And he goes, Oh, what do you mean? And Fred goes, (laughs) Fred goes, and I quote, look at all these ends in here. Oh, my
1: God.
2: It's enough ends in here to make two Tarzan movies. Swear to God. Jesus Christ. Again, here's Pat Pat Probably
0: the most naturally funniest human beings I've ever known in my lifetime. Uh,
1: Red Fox And I'm not saying It's because you're up there now Red This is the truth <laughs> But
0: As an example The first time we met He had a He had a little uh, Club on uh, La Siena Here in LA And it was called Foxes of course And um,
1: Little small place Yeah and- Red Fox What what a What a giant talent He was As a comedian Yes
0: Dirty comic
1: But great comic <laughs> That's those are one of The best guys
0: Hear that?
1: With baseball in full swing and the NBA playoffs off to a hot start, you can make each and every series matter by having a little bit of something something in the game with mybookie.ag. Regardless of whether you're betting favorites or underdogs, player prop bets, or just looking to make some cash, mybookie gives you tons of options to make all your favorite matches a hell of a lot more exciting. And if you're looking to bet for the first time but don't know what to bet on, we're here to help point you in the right direction. For example, say you see an NBA series in which the team that had been favored is suddenly down 0-1. But you know they're the better team. You know they're going to come back. But suddenly the series price is a whole lot more attractive now that they're down 0-1. Well, go to mybookie.ag. Fire in on that one and make some sweet coin if it comes home. And if it doesn't, guess what? There's more NBA playoffs to come in football after that. Go to mybookie.ag, sign up now, and use promo code ZABE to get your first deposit matched halfway up to $1,000. Let them know we sent you. Use our promo code ZABE to get that free deposit bonus and start your day off with a win. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie. So back to Devin Booker for a second. He's in his seventh season. One, two, three, four, five, six. No, this is his sixth season. Uh, came out of Kentucky as a 19-year-old and went 13 points per game to 22, 25, 26, 26, 26. So he is an absolute scorer. How good a player is he? Who does he comp to? And is he the real DLJ or is he just having his moment?
2: Oh no, he's he's the real deal. He's the real deal. Okay. He's he's top top ten in the league. I can say that without. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Oh top. Yeah, definitely top ten talent.
1: And the you know where he was picked? Thirteenth overall. Well,
2: remember that Kentucky team? He had like Willie Cauley Stein, Carl Anthony Towns. uh yeah. The Li- Trey Lyles is on that. They had like that's when they had like eleven, you know eleven deep. And by the way, oh they didn't win the national championship, but that's a whole
1: nother. That's a whole different thing. Yeah. Yeah, and so,
2: how, how crappy Calipari is as a coach.
1: So, Skip Bayless was tweeting with a straight face that it was not that impressive of a block, to be honest. Not with
2: a not with straight face. He wasn't. He was. You think, really? Look at, look, look at all that money I'm making <laughs> for
1: doing stuff like this. So, how how does that shit get rewarded? Like, because, wh- who believes that shit good? Because you're caring about it. But it, I don't watch their show, it's not translating I watch, into ratings. Yeah, I, I
2: don't watch it either. And he tweets okay. something. Have you seen him dance in, in one of his tweets before? No. Okay. Skip, I think Skip Bayless' whole career is a grift because remember how he became famous? He wrote the book about the Cowboys. Yeah, and, the and he set, insinuated and Troy Aikman that was gay. Trenton was gay, and yeah. that's how the book sold. Nobody brings that up. And that's how he became famous. I know he wrote for the LA times and I know he wrote for the Dallas morning news, but that's where he became famous by saying that Troy Aikman was gay. And that was just so irresponsible. And nobody has ever didn't pay, him pay the for price that. for
1: it. Exactly. Never does. I mean, like I mean, Mitch, it-
2: like Mitch album, how is Mitch album an acclaimed writer? Mitch album lied for
1: those that don't Mitch album when he was uh, writing for the Detroit Free Press and covering sports, not just writing Tuesdays with Maury and becoming a multimillionaire off of that book, which I haven't read cuz I don't read books. People say it's good though. It's about, you know, going to an Alzheimer's patient's bedside and talking to him and keeping him company or something like that, right? Yes. Yes. And There's a teacher of his. A, right, exactly. So, um, yeah, he, he lied about being at the final four, right, in a column?
2: Yes. He he said he was with the final, the, the Fab Five and blah, blah, blah. And he left like a day early. It's just, it was just like a blatant lie. I mean, that stuff would get someone lesser known chilled out of the industry but
1: right if truth mattered but i guess it doesn't in certain circumstances how much damage did your guy stephen a smith take this week
2: not much and you know i how bad how
1: bad do you think it was what stephen a said (sighs) on a scale of one to ten it was like a
2: three by saying that if Shohen otani spoke english he'd be
1: that's not entirely not true, right? And it could no, been more than he, no, but he, it was the way he said it because he punches things up. He's like a dude who needs an interpreter to speak English in this country, and so the tonality of it all, Jay, came off as very shallow and jingoistic.
2: If, if so, if he would have just said. If he spoke English, he'd be the biggest, something like that. But Right.
1: If he, had, if he had flipped it around by saying, let me tell you what, brother, I love this guy so much. He's going to be the best player in baseball, and he's a sensation. He's a fantastic box office draw. I want to teach him some English. If I can get him to speak and to talk to the media, the sky's the limit for him because that's the only thing holding him back right now.
2: That would have been better. But by yelling and saying that he needs right. an interpreter, It just sounded dumb. Yeah,
1: yeah. but that's all he does. Stephen A. doesn't do nuance. He's not paid to do nuance. He's paid to be this wind-up outrage puppet who just goes off the handle on anything on any given day. I I know this will never be a segment, but I would
2: love to just ask the question for something, why? Why is Stephen A. Smith considered a talent? Why? And have somebody explain to me, how and why he's a talent.
1: I don't know. I don't know why there's not replacement Stephen A's that are bubbling up behind him. That will cost half the price. And do Oh, the, there
2: are, have you who, seen Twitter?
1: Who at ESPN is doing Stephen A's act? Cause it's not a hard act to do. I don't, I haven't
2: seen anyone
1: and not that many people have that much shame to <laughs> do what he does. Bullshit for that much money. I will dance for the man. Watch I mean, you me. got like, you know, everybody like
2: this is what Whitlock does. This is what Skip Bayless does. What did I say? His name was, uh, Achu chew, I chew. That's what he does. Um, uh, I'm good.
1: Colin Cowherd, king of this. Colin Cowherd knows how to troll just a bit as well.
2: Yeah. Always F's up. Never comes back and says, I might've been wrong. That's why I enjoy, and I know you don't like him, and he may not be for everybody. Nick Wright is not an asshole, and, but you know he capes for LeBron bigger than anybody that's, I've ever heard.
1: That's what makes it hard. Okay. But he will say, I messed up on that one. Nick, nobody else is saying that. Listen, Nick, Nick Wright, while caping up for LeBron, brought a lot of factual firepower to his arguments. I give him yes. full credit on that. The problem yes. is, and maybe Nick Wright doesn't understand this. Nobody likes LeBron. Nobody. Yeah, Little doesn't. Jimmy's like LeBron. I've never met an adult who's a LeBron stan. Not one. Oh, I
2: oh no no, I I know. You know, know some? I, yeah, I know some. We okay. we have every cookout we have arguments <laughs> over LeBron. Versus Jordan versus Kobe. It's always it's always a, a triple tag team match. No, <laughs> a I, triple I know.
1: tag team match. Yeah. All right. So, do you think the Bucks can win this thing now that they're back even, Steven? I think there's something wrong with Chris Paul. Yeah. He boy. He he played like ass, and I'm not talking just about the uh, fumble dribble in the waning minute, which really cost him. I looked. You watch his possessions the last. Eight minutes of the fourth quarter, they all sucked. It's him backing down into the front court under tight coverage by Holiday and then letting the shot clock get to like nine before he even lobs it to somebody. And it's usually an ineffective lob, just a handoff pass to another guy 30 feet from the basket. I'm like, this possession's going nowhere. What are you doing? You're the point guard. He's waiting for the double team.
2: And what the Bucks have said, "Is we're not going to double we're, team
1: you." Yeah, we don't
2: need so, to. And by the way, Coach Bud, great philosophy.
1: Okay, so Paul is is right now. He he's got to find it. Um, Booker, how hot can he stay? I don't know. I think it's going to be tough to win. I've said Game Five is Game Seven because you know that road teams have only won one of the seven Game Sevens in the NBA Finals since the league went off of tape delay for the NBA finals.
2: That's 79 then, right? Yeah,
1: 79. In 78, the Bullets won a game seven on the road at Seattle. And after that, every other one, here they are, ready? 84, Lakers at Celtics, loss. 88, Pistons at Lakers, loss. By the way, that 88 game at the Forum, Isaiah played on a sprained ankle, was magnificent. Oh, and on the game, final six,
2: game five performance or game six performance ever, right? Seven
1: game seven. Well, oh, the game six so did, one. In so game, game, game seven, six. in game yeah. seven, though, it was Rodman who took the last shot. Did last shot. I'm yeah. like, what are you doing? Uh, Ninety four Knicks at Rockets loss. Game seven, two thousand five Pistons at Spurs loss. By the way, that seven game series, Pistons Spurs, might have been the most tooth pulling pain inducing 70 like normally like well seven game series they're fun and exciting do you remember how bad that one was
2: actually Zayman I was going to say I don't remember anything from that series it went
1: 7 oh. and the fact you don't remember anything tells you all yeah. you need to know 2010 yeah. Celtics at Lakers game 7 loss 2013 Spurs at Heat loss and it was only the LeBron game against the Warriors 2016 win that included a great block from behind, which you don't think was as good as Giannis'. Wow, that it? Well,
2: that 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 block might have that is the if if the uh, Bucks win, that will be the snapshot of the series. That yeah. block.
1: Yeah. So anyway, uh, I would say that uh, for Bucks fans, Game Five is Game Seven. If you don't win Game Five, you're probably not going to win the series.
2: I'm just going to
1: sit. And enjoy it. I'm not saying anything. Okay. Um, what uh, what's up with Richard Sherman?
2: Yeah, I haven't gotten assault and and battery with robbery. What what? I, I don't. I've read the story and it doesn't really give that many detail, like who it was or anything like that. I I, I don't know what to make of this.
1: But tough tough for a guy looking for a
2: contract. <laughs>
1: It's tough sledding now. Yeah, exactly. Um, do you think that CTE is going to be used as an excuse for why he was so drunk and acting erratically and dangerously that his wife had to call 911 and say, please send the police, I'm scared? I mean, I believe he was drunk off his
2: ass, if oh, I remember correctly, yeah, right? Oh, yeah,
1: big time. Threatening to kill himself as well. I I just, I can't call that one. I just, I, do you think- I feel bad for him. You think Michael Crabtree somewhere is smoking uh, a fat one, laughing? Uh, uh, what? No, wrong. Uh, <laughs> should have done that. Hey, oh, I know it. I know Michael Crabtree is giggling somewhere. Yeah, probably. Uh, did you see where there? There's two guys by the name of John Turney and Nick Webster have gone back laboriously, poring over game accounts and whatever film might exist to try to piece together the NFL's sack data. Prior to 1980, which is when it became an official stat. Why? Because it's it's pretty important. It's one of the most crucial stats in the game, and they never used to track it. Wasn't a what stat. You know, but
2: I remember uh, what's his name?
1: Um, Fred Dean, the head no, slap.
2: No, for the, oh, that's what Fred the Hammer De, Williamson? Deacon, Deacon Jones. Deacon Jones. Deacon Jones said he had like 700 sex. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, Wilt said he slept with 10,000 women. Yeah. so People say things, right?
2: I, but Deacon Jones did come up with the head slap.
1: Should they bring back the head slap?
2: Oh, God. It, the way he talked about it was if you hit a man upside his head, he's stunned for a second. <laughs> and then you can do anything you want.
1: <laughs> then you got him right where you want him also
2: uh, he was going against less you know athletic uh tackles and guards yeah. so that shit ain't happening nowadays either so
1: did you uh did you see the all-star game uniforms and what are your thoughts the, the game the uniforms that looked like when i played softball for four nights a week yeah
2: they were terrible rob man he's the worst of all the commissioners he's the worst and it's not even close
1: yeah Man nearly strangles his penis to death with rubber bands. Thoughts again? Why? <laughs> everyone, why? Need, everyone needs a hobby, right?
2: Why? What? What are you testing?
1: Elasticity
2: of a rubber band? What is, why? Uh, uh,
1: the man was 81 years old and reported and the hospital. Reported. <laughs> reported the hospital after suffering from diabetic ketoacidosis.
2: If I ever get to be that bored at eighty-one, just let it, just pull the plug on me.
1: <laughs> don't let you put rubber bands around your jink junk. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You ready for FTG? And we'll put a wrap on it tonight. Oh,
2: I knew you're gonna. I really
1: don't have
2: a. Well, good then sit one. back.
1: I got one for you.
2: Okay, i meant to sit back on this.
1: I'm not a good guy. I'm the guy. Ha <laughs> ha! Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. All right, here we go. Bryson DeChambeau, after today's opening round of the Open Championship, sluggish start, one over par 71, and said the following after the round. He only hit four fairways, by the way. He said, quote, if I can hit it down the middle of the fairway, that's great, but with the driver I have right now, well, the driver sucks. He's paid by Cobra big money to endorse what? Their drivers the driver. and the rest of their clubs. He went on to say, quote, it's not a good face for me. And we're still trying to figure out how to make it a good, make it good on the miss hits. I'm living on the razor's edge, like I've told people for a long time. Well, that was not taken well by one Ben Showman, the Cobra tour operations manager who compared Bryson to an eight-year-old child with the comments. This is great. He goes, he's never been really happy, ever. Like, it's very rare when he's happy. Everyone's looking for a magic bullet with their equipment. Well, the magic bullet becomes harder and harder to find the faster you swing and the lower your loft gets. It's like an eight-year-old that gets mad at you. They might fly off the handle and say, I hate you, but then you as a parent go, whoa, no, you don't. (laughs) Deshambo issued an apology via Instagram where he called his post-round comments unprofessional and said that his equipment team is quote like family right nice cute cobra reviewing their out clauses in their deal with bryson in three two one his caddy quit two weeks ago this guy's on a roll bryson i'm sorry buddy i've been neutral on you for a while now but fuck that guy (laughs) i really hate
2: your ass right now
1: I was going to give you, if you wanted to fuck that guy, all of the FBI agents who botched the Larry Nassar case. Were you aware of that story? I was not aware of that one. Did you hear about it? Do you know what it is? No. So the FBI was informed in like August of Larry Nassar molesting little girls or you know college girls in gymnastics uh, all over the place, right? They sat right. on the case for eight months and some 40 other girls came forward in that time didn't do their jobs and then when they were busted on it they lied under oath good oh, job fbi How oh, wonderful fuck those guys all right jay i'm letting well, you off the well, hook this week unless you found one
2: no no i'm saying next week we can dive into to buy a condo or to buy a small house you which moving is better you moving oh, i told you the the move to
1: vegas is it happening oh that's happening Wow! Okay, cliffhanger. Next week, we start with that, Jay. I can't wait. Thank you. All right, now. As we like to say... Bye-bye now. All right, that'll do it for this week and this Friday. Thank you so much for downloading, being part of the Zabecast Nation. Tell a friend, rate and review, do all that good stuff. Have a great weekend, people, and we will see you Monday! With baseball in full swing and the NBA playoffs off to a hot start, you can make each and every series matter by having a little bit of something-something in the game with MyBookie.ag. Regardless of whether you're betting favorites or underdogs, player prop bets, or just looking to make some cash, MyBookie gives you tons of options to make all your favorite matches a hell of a lot more exciting. And if you're looking to bet for the first time but don't know what to bet on, we're here to help point you in the right direction. For example, say you see an NBA series in which the team that had been favored is suddenly down 0-1. But you know they're the better team. You know they're going to come back. But suddenly, the series price is a whole lot more attractive now that they're down 0-1. Well, go to mybookie.ag. Fire in on that one and make some sweet coin if it comes home. And if it doesn't, guess what? There's more NBA playoffs to come in football after that. Go to mybookie.ag, sign up now, and use promo code ZABE to get your first deposit matched halfway up to $1,000. Let them know we sent you. Use our promo code ZABE to get that free deposit bonus and start your day off with a win. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie.